What is going on? Episode 37 of the Media Captain Podcast, Jason Parks and Stephanie Parks. It's been a little while since we've been here. We've been dealing with a lot of COVID situations, but we're back. Um, episode 37, and today we're going to talk about how both of our businesses have changed since COVID-19 started. So yeah, we have taken a probably a three-month hiatus from our podcasting just because- We missed you guys, Just because all of the, our fans out there. Things have been so crazy with the business, and what's funny is that like the podcast episode 36 was on remaining positive like during tough times, and now I look back on that, I'm like, Jason- you were just a novice then. You didn't know what the hell you were talking about. Three months in, I'm like a ve- a grizzled veteran now. So I can, you know, we can actually talk about what's happened to both of our businesses over the past three months. And it's been a lot. So let's get started. I'll start with Durham Warehouse, and I'm just going to give a brief overview for Durham Warehouse. Jason will give a brief overview for the media captain, and then we'll kind of deep dive into both of the businesses. So three months later, COVID oh, hit. Hold on. For the, for, the, for the people that don't know, Durham Warehouse, the e-commerce business, the media captain, and Stephanie runs the day-to-day operations of, e-com- uh, of Durham Warehouse, the media captain is a B2B company because we do um, digital marketing, web design for different businesses. So the value of this podcast is we are just able to give two very unique perspectives on, on what's going on with the business world. Not to mention the media captain represents over 50 you know small and medium-sized businesses. So... We're seeing a lot of shit out there. I forgot that it's been a while, and we should probably reintroduce what our businesses are. So thanks for thanks for stopping me there. I yep. thought I, I thought I was in trouble, but um, and this and this is the first one that we're like video recording. Yeah. So there's like a lot of lot yeah. of new stuff going on. Yep. Yeah. And look look at our nice setup. We went from recording podcasts in our parents' basement to look at us now. We're really not, making moves. Not everyone was in the parents' <laughs> not basement. Not everyone. But. All right. Let's get let's get into it. <laughs> okay. So brief overview for Durham Warehouse. We, when we started out, we had no idea what was going to be happening with everything happening going on with COVID. But now, three months later, businesses are reopened. We remained open the whole time, and we are on a trajectory to double our revenue year over year, which is insane and something that you know we were hoping to do, but it happened because so many people were going to e-commerce during this time. Yeah, and we have uh, we're, we're going to tell you about a, a, a game changing conversation Stephanie and I had when it came to Durham Warehouse. So we'll get into that in a second. On the media captain side, when COVID when I was going to say COVID fourteen when COVID nineteen <laughs> hit, it was it was really scary at first because we represent small and medium sized businesses across all verticals. So there are um, restaurants that we're working with, there are retailers. Um, there were professional sports teams that we were working with, and there are some businesses that just weren't able to operate. So over the first 14 days, um, you know, we're getting these calls where there's these businesses that have to pause advertising and a lot of marketing just because they could not operate as a business. Um, I'll never forget those first few days talking to Jason every day and just like how depressing and sad and terrible it was hearing all of these people's stories and, and yeah, I what mean, they were going through. I mean, the, the, one, one of the, the first clients of the media captain, um, you know, who I had a relationship with growing up and we'd been working together for 10 years, you know, to just hear in his voice that he had to shut down and how scared he was. I mean, it was, it was, I mean, it was the toughest day from owning the, the media captain that I've ever dealt with um, that day where I got like four to five calls from these different clients. Um, but after that, things um, 
confidence really started building up. So 14 days, the first 14 days were just really scary. Clients were dropping off, new business wasn't coming in. And then what started to happen is people realized that they had to be online um, in order to operate uh, and in order to get new customers. So um, if people were relying on outbound salespeople, uh, that was gone. So they had to rely on Google and they had to rely on Facebook. And we were getting requests from you know a plumbing client of ours who needed an intranet built for internal communication amongst their teams because there were so many messages going on internally. So um, first 14 days were scary. And since then, it's been a steady growth back, which has been awesome. And I'll say from the agency side, I started the media captain in 2010. And what you always hear is during a recession, the first thing cut is marketing. And I've always been scared about that because um, 2010 to 2020, everything's been, you know, the economy has been pretty much just an upward trajectory. And I've always been like, well, what's going to happen when shit hits the fan? Uh, This is built. COVID-19 has um, instilled a lot of confidence in just a digital marketing agency because I am realizing that. It's not like the old days where people cut billboards or newspapers. Like, in order to stay alive now for a business, you have to be on Google. You have to have a website. You have to be doing optimization to your site. Um, so, really, I think for a lot of marketing agencies out there that are well versed on the digital side, this has been a vote of confidence, and they've probably seen a lot of new business coming in um, because of everything that's happened. Businesses are just really having to adapt right now, and they're really realizing how important that digital marketing is. Yeah, and, and real quick, just because I deal with so many different business owners, the common theme that I'm getting right now, and we're like just past uh, July 4th when when we're recording this, but um, business owners are saying, I'm busting my ass, I'm working harder than I ever have. You know, Revenue is nowhere close to where it was pre-COVID-19, but all of these business owners are just hustling out there, which is awesome. And the other thing that the business owners are saying is that I can't tell you how many people before this all hit, they said, January, February 2020, we were on pace for our best year ever. That's a common theme. And then this happened. So um, yeah, it's just uh, it's just a grind, but it's been um, an interesting three months so far. And you know, I hope we come out of this with a lot of things and new, just new ways of doing things that are going to be beneficial in the long term for for business owners. So now let's go back into Durham Warehouse and let's dive a little bit deeper into what happened with us. So we got the news that businesses might shut down. I literally had no idea what that meant or what was going to happen. I didn't know if I was going to have to have all my staff work from home. I didn't know if I was going to be able to go into the office. So the day that I heard this, it was a Sunday. Um, I was like, I have to go into the office and pack up everything I can today. Tomorrow might be the last day that mail goes out. You know, who knows what's going to happen. Um, so I went in, packed everything up. But by the way, that was on your boyfriend's It uh, was birthday. my boyfriend's birthday. I and, was and like, you were like on, on my boyfriend's birthday. Sorry, I was I like, have to go. I'm so I sorry. I have to go pack up packages, and you have to come help me because that's the only way that I'm going to get it done. And so. that's a, and that's a shout out to Corey because yeah. he was like, yeah. I think he even came in and helped you out on his birthday. He, so. Oh, he did yeah. the entire day after yeah. breakfast. I was like, all right, let's go. Your birthday is over. It's time to work. Um, and he was amazing. So, um, so that was day one where I just had no idea what was going to happen. The next day, they made the announcement that non-essential businesses were were closing. I made the decision to have my staff, I had a couple part-time employees who packed up all the packages. 
I decided that they were not going to come in. I have a full-time employee who handles all the customer service stuff. She packed up her computer, packed up her phone, took it home, um, and she did all of that from home for the next three months. It was it was pretty remarkable. We use Mytel phones, and she literally was able to take her phone from the office and plug it in at her house, and our office phone rang at her house, which was a lifesaver for me. Um, so for two and a half months after that, I was in the office by myself packing everything up. We determined that we were an essential business because we're selling skincare, medical grade skincare products. Um, but I still wasn't sure whether or not I should have people so, in, so I decided not to. So, so a couple things on this. So it, it's pretty remarkable because Stephanie was, there was a month and a half, two month time span where like we normally strategize just a lot of back and forth on our businesses. There was like a month and a half, two months where I could hardly talk to her because she was so busy packaging. She was, she was running the entire business essentially by herself. Okay. And not only was she running the business, but sales for Durham Warehouse have essentially doubled from when COVID-19 started. So and the I, beginning of it was the busiest time because people had no idea. They couldn't go into their doctor's office. They couldn't go to the spa. They couldn't go to the stores where they usually get their products. And they were scared that things would really shut down. So they were stocking up. So we were really, really busier and, than ever. And, and that goes to the story. Like this is the, the conversation that I think like will go down in Durham Warehouse history that, yeah. you know, that yeah. me and you care about and probably yeah. not many other people. But so... COVID-19 happens and, you know, shit's hitting the fan. Businesses are closing. Um, shit's plural hitting the yeah. fan. Um, and so then... All the shits. Yeah. And so then I have a conversation with Stephanie and I just say, so at this time for Durham Warehouse, we're spending about twenty-five dollars to $30,000 per month on advertising. And we've talked about it before. The majority of our ad spend goes to Google. Google Shopping, Google PPC, retargeting. Um, and so I just told Stephanie, I go, Steph, we're selling luxury skincare products. Like people are about to lose their jobs and there's uncertain times ahead of us. I'm like, we need to scale back our advertising 30 or 40% because people ain't ordering luxury skincare products. And Tell them what I said. And so Stephanie, <laughs> uh, the, the, the women in my life are always right and I'm always <laughs> wrong. But uh, so Stephanie said, I think you're wrong, Jason. I think people are going to buy luxury skincare products. And I was a little stubborn. So I was like, all right, well, let's scale back 30%. So something interesting happened. We scaled back 30% in our revenue and our orders increased about 15 to 20%. Even with that scale back. So even with the scale back. So I call Steph and I'm like, what the hell is going on here? And she's like, I told you, people... Hate to say it, but I told you so. People, and, and talk about like self-care and what was going on during this time, because I think some context behind that is important. Well, people invest a lot of money in skincare, and I, I just knew that they weren't going to stop taking care of their skin just because this was happening. There's a lot of other things that people are going to cut out before they cut out their skincare. Not only that, but they're not going into the, the doctor's office for all of the procedures, the Botox, the, you know, the facials that they're usually getting, and they want to take care of their skin. Not only that, they're working from home, maybe not getting dressed or not putting a, on makeup every day, looking in the mirror and saying, oh gosh, I... I need to I need to do something about this. Now I need skincare really more than ever. 
there were certain things like peels. We had a lot of people buying foot peels and masks and these like wrinkle patches that I think people were like, okay, I'm working from home. I have time to put a mask on or I have time to wear these wrinkle patches because no one is is seeing me. Um, So we saw an uptick in those, but just across the board, everything was, was way, way up. Um, and at the very beginning, you know, this was great, but our biggest fear was that we didn't know what the supply chain looked like. So every day I was just like, okay, are our vendors going to call us and tell us that they're shutting down and we can't get our inventory? Is the mail going to shut down? We had the demand, but I was, I was very fearful that we would have a, a problem with the supply chain. A couple of our vendors did shut down, but then within days, they were like, okay, well, we're essential businesses, so we're reopening again. Um, it was Everything was a little bit slower getting products from our vendors to us, but other than that, there were really no other interruptions, knock on wood, that you know, it continues that way. And we have uh, we have Kevin filming us, and uh, so props to Kevin, but I, everything good with the camera, Kevin? Kevin okay, th- thumbs, thumbs up. up. I just saw a look on his face where I was like, oh shit, are we even recording still? So... All right. um, So what happened was the beauty of digital marketing is you can move fast, right? This isn't a TV buy where you have to place your, your, you know, TV ads for the next three months, six months, you're able to move fast. So after this conversation where I'm like, Steph, ad spends down 15, 20%, sales are up 20, 25%. We reverse course. It it all happened really fast. One day he was like, cut it 30% right now. Did that. Then the, the next increase day, it. The, and that's the beauty with digital is that you could pivot very quickly. So yeah. we, we went, and you got to realize, like Durham Warehouse, it's it's still crazy to think about from where we came because we were spending like $2,000 to start $2,500. I know that there's a lot of business owners out there. Um, Our mom's calling Jason yeah. right now. <laughs> uh, there's a, <laughs> On my cell phone. So there's a lot of business owners out there that are like, oh my gosh, $30,000. I used to think the same thing, but what happens with e-commerce is I when, still think the same thing, even though we're doing it. Yeah, so, but we've acquired customers, it's become profitable, and when that happens, you hit a beautiful cycle because you can continue to invest in advertising. Well, we went from 30000 to north of $60,000, which is... And per not, month, per, per month. Per month, and not to mention that Stephanie is shipping out every order. Like it was, so not only was she doing all of this, which is another person, two people's full-time job, but we are getting more orders than ever before. And what's in like, I'm listening to the news and the CEO of Estee Lauder is talking about his um, quarterly earnings. And he's like, you know, the highlight for our company over the past couple months have been skincare. And it was just a constant theme. And it was something that you know, but that's the difference of like Stephanie's running the day-to-day operations and she knows the product and she was able to have that confidence that it would sell. Next time I'll have to stand my ground more and and not listen to your advice. Yeah, yeah. But once, hey, once I saw those uh, numbers coming in and, and they yeah. were good, it was it was an easy thing to, to, to pivot. Anything else on... Well, so the let's just talk about where we're at now because now things are getting back to normal a little bit. Who knows what's going to happen in the next few months, whether it's going to go back to things shutting down or not. I don't know. Um, a lot of a lot of DTC businesses are seeing now a lull in their sales. And, and DTC is direct to direct to consumer. Direct to consumer businesses, so other e-commerce businesses doing things similar to us, maybe selling different products. They're starting to see a lull in the sales. I get it. People are now out and about. You can go shopping in stores. Um, we have seen sales 
kind of steady off a little bit, but we're still way, way up than we were before. And I would attribute that to still now more people, you know, they weren't going to their dermatologist, or they, they usually buy products at their dermatologist. They weren't able to, they found an online store and they're like, oh, this is really easy. I get the same products. I don't have to go anywhere. I can stay at home. Um, so that combined with the increased ad spend and just the mentality of people now, we're still, even though we're not at our peak right now, we're still pretty high up there in terms of in terms of sales. And Amazon stopped shipping out like non-essential products. Oh yeah, that products. was crazy. And so when Amazon stopped shipping out non-essential products, skincare fell into that category in that sector. And so a lot of people that would get their skincare products from Amazon were looking for, they had to go to Google and they had to look for a direct-to-consumer brand uh, or a direct-to-consumer site. So they, were, they found Durham Warehouse. And fortunately, we've just acquired a lot of customers over this time span and that's why when we were seeing our conversion rate numbers where they were we knew that an opportunity like this doesn't come around very often so we had to you know invest in the advertising um one other thing that i think just you know from a business ownership perspective was as busy as stephanie was and as necessary as it was it was frustrating for me to see because stephanie is always so proactive with coming up with new ideas for the business um, so there was like a month and a half time span where like she was shipping out everything which was necessary and top priority but at the same time we fell behind on some proactive items and like right when we got back into things Stephanie set up email automation through Clavio which if anybody doesn't know about Clavio it's that has to be a whole nother podcast yeah that's a whole that, that's a whole nother podcast but it's good to have her back um, running the business and, and, and being proactive but, on but either way you have to realize that you know for for Durham Warehouse like our main the, the thing that's most important is getting products to customers so when things happen that is what takes priority over everything and sometimes you know you have to put the proactive things aside just to make sure your business is running for sure day to day yeah and then on, on the the media captain side there were a couple of aha moments and i almost alluded to them but there were two businesses that they um door-to-door -door salesmen couldn't operate and that's how they generated a lot of their business and these companies started to and these are bigger clients of ours, but they started to like a $50,000 budget that started going towards Google ads um, to try and get new customers. So when that happened, I was like, oh my gosh, I thought, you know, I, I thought things were going to go south and, you know, people might cut their marketing budgets. But then what I started to realize is people have to invest in, in digital. And so they started investing in, in places like Facebook and, and on Google. Um, the other thing is that like we are a very, uh, our agency, there are some agencies that might focus specifically on social media um, and, you know, others on SEO. And you know what, there's been people that have uh, given some backlash for the fact like, oh, how can you be good at so many things? Well, you know, Jason's good at everything. No, that's not that's not true because on the marketing side, <laughs> but on the development side, we have a great team and we're diverse and through all of this, like I realized how important, um, you know, having a good development team is and how reliant these businesses are to make sure their website's running. And we host a lot of websites and, you know, enhancements. And I talked about the intranet. So they've just, there's just been a lot of things from a technology perspective that you realize a digital agency is, is poised for. Um, and yeah, I mean, now right after July 4th for the media captain, um, I mean, businesses are contacting our agency again. There was a month and a half time span where like leads were pretty dried up just because not a lot was coming in, but it's really, I mean, we've been 
busy in granite we did lose clients in the early stages but you know we've definitely um, acquired a lot and have been able to uh, grow in other areas as well and then i think a few things to take away from this is just being able to pivot your strategy you know when things happen and when things go wrong or when things change even, being able to look at what's happening and make quick adjustments is so important. And I know so many business owners have had to do that, with, you know, whether it's a restaurant doing more takeout business or making takeout kits or things like that, just coming up with new ideas to survive whatever is happening in the times. So, so I will say this, and I think it's really interesting because pivoting is important, but you can't pivot into a space that you're not familiar with. And we've seen a lot of people We've seen a lot of people that have tried to sell masks or sell hand sanitizers and get into these hot markets. And typically the people that win have been practitioners in that market. And then when the time is ready where, you know, something like a pandemic happens, where they're poised for that because they've had a lot of preparation. And that's something that we've seen where companies have contacted us and we tried to sell masks and it's just, A, Facebook and Google make it impossible to actually get these masks on their site and advertise them because they think it could be like you know a scam but yeah that's something else that i just saw that some people try and pivot in a complete opposite direction yeah. and they're trying to get like a quick get quick rich type of scheme and like get it, rich quick get rich quick and it just doesn't it just doesn't work and and the other thing i mean for durham warehouse and i'm sure a lot of other businesses is we would not have i would not have been able to do what i was able to do with sending out all those orders by myself if we didn't have the right processes and the right software and the right technology in place and the right team and, team and the members. right and the right team members in place so having that's really really important as well and just you know if there were things that you struggled with during this time you know I was thinking back to just a year ago where we didn't have our inventory management software. And if we didn't have that during this, like I would have been screwed. Yeah. And so in, in podcast 32, there's a couple podcasts I just want to reference here. In podcast 32, it's 15 tools for your business. Um, we definitely recommend listening to that <laughs> podcast because you'll get great ideas on tools that the media captain and Durham Warehouse uh, use. And, and that have literally changed our businesses. Yeah. Where, where like... Stephanie just couldn't, Durham Warehouse could not operate where it's at without these tools and technologies in place. Um, podcast episode 27. So we have a private label brand, Park Perfection, and we talk about how we um, built that brand from scratch. So a lot of entrepreneurs and business owners out there that want to learn how to you know, build a business from scratch, check out episode 27. Um, and also we talked about how we've scaled from you know, $2,000 in advertising and we're north of $60,000 for Durham Warehouse. In podcast episode 33, we talk about how to formulate a winning advertising strategy. So that's really important um, because you can't just spend money. You have to make sure that you're spending money in the right areas. So definitely make sure to check out all of those podcasts. You can just, you can just listen to all of them. Start at episode one, go all the way through. Yeah. And I think, you know, in, in closing, so where we are right now, um, you know, COVID cases are, uh, it seems like they're increasing. People don't know if there's going to be a second wave. Um, so what, running an e-commerce business, how, I, you know, I asked you yesterday, are you going to buy a lot of inventory? Like, how are you prepping for this second wave? Um, well, I... Or a potential second wave, I should say. I'm sure, I'm sure there's going to be a second wave. It sounds like that's coming. Um, for me, I think that I won't 
buy a ton of inventory in preparation for it just because if the same thing happens this time that happened last time, our vendors are still going to be open. Obviously, if anything changes and I hear any word that other things are going to shut down, then yes, I would stock up on inventory to make sure the supply chain doesn't get interrupted. Um, but my biggest change would be n- not having anybody in the office to help me. We have a really small team as it is. We're all pretty much in different rooms from each other. So just having some support there, I think, would be really essential if if this were to happen again and, and things were really to shut down again. Yeah, and I think for I think for our agency, you know, you talked about what you did with your staff. We shut down um, our office for three months and everybody worked remotely and everybody functioned um, really, really well. So I think on our end, like, you know, a lot of the clients that dropped off, um, they're just still in tough situations, you know, so I think a lot of those clients, I mean, they haven't come back yet and I don't anticipate them coming back. And I think the clients that we have now are probably a little bit stronger, at least in this market. Um, so I expect that if there is a second wave for things to be less drastic than it was originally. Um, but yeah, just in closing, I mean, shout out to all of the business owners out there and yeah. any, just anybody that's working through this. I mean, whether you're working um, from home and have to take care of kids and anything along those lines, like just just the story that we've heard from our staff members, like they're kicking ass in terms of how hard they're, they're working. And um, yeah, it's just a lot. So this has been episode, what, 37? 37, 37. Yeah. The, the first one we video recorded, so we'll have to, yeah. we'll have to get some Let feedback. us know what you think. Thanks, guys.